0: Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome back again. Blood is thicker than ballers. I am one of your hosts, Robinson Exume, and the other host, Jonathan Exume. This is our first episode post-Super Bowl, so we're going to dive into that a little. And just in case this is your first time uh, listening to our podcast, we're two brothers. We talk about sports. We talk about the of sports and our perspectives as fans about the sporting world. So today we're talking about, very briefly, what happened on Sunday. Because allegedly there was supposed to be a really competitive game on Sunday. There was supposed to be a competitive game. There were a lot of commercials. The weekend was lost in some kind of uh, shopping mall. And we had a game in which uh, the... New England Buccaneers were able to defeat <laughs> um, Patrick and his Mahomes, thirty-one to nine. John, real quickly, what was your assessment? You know, of that game, and what and how did that kind of battle against
1: your expectations? Um, again, um, I've learned a valuable lesson. You don't bet against. Thomas Patrick Edward Brady. (laughs) Oh, boy. Full name. Uh, Yeah, Skip Bayless likes to do that uh, stomping on the table thing about uh, Tom Brady. Um, So I'm going to say one thing. Looking at this game, you know, a lot of people talk about great defenses in the Super Bowl. For me, I think about the Giants against the undefeated Patriots. Um, I think about the Baltimore Ravens. And listen, Todd Bowles, this Buccaneers defense shut down one of the most prolific offenses that we have seen. And to me, the score is indicative of think about, let's really let's really look at this in perspective. Patrick Mahomes was averaging for his career about 30 points a game when he starts. All right. And his team didn't even score a touchdown in this game. Mm-hmm. and it showed you that playing li- 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 literally the Buccaneers were in a cover two defense with their front four applying pressure and you know we had talked about it in, in one of our previous episodes about the offensive of tackles being out I think that really exposed itself in this game yeah and, yeah and you and, and you can see um there was a stat that Patrick Mahomes ran 500 yards total from running away from the defense because Shaq Barrett and JPP were coming for him and so um you know what sometimes and, and and you know not to stay on this game you know so much but sometimes when a team gets hot and we've seen this before the giants when they won their second super bowl um they were what? Were they a wild card team? And and yep, wildcard team. Yep, yep. The Packers have done it. You know, they were a wild card team, and and Aaron Rodgers has only Super Bowl. You know, they ran the table, and I just think the Buccaneers they got hot at the right time when they you know, to me they changed after their late buy in the season, but they mm-hmm. were red hot. They were undefeated after that buy. They were just red hot, and so Tom Brady managed. In, in this game, let's be honest, he managed the game very well and the defense did its job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> there was a comment by Rob Parker this week where he called Tom Brady the Robert Ori of the NFL. Now I think, yeah, I, know I mean, is right. Rob Parker, I mean, you know,
0: that's just a man trying to stay relevant. Like, man, go to sleep. I'm sorry, man. Robert Ori. Robert Ori <laughs> hit a couple of shots. You know, come on, man. I, Big shot, certain Rob. Com- certain comments, certain comments don't don't deserve a uh, response, and that's one about Rob Parker. He's a, he's, a, he's a very good journalist, but come on, man. Come on, man. Man, he's smoking something. Yep. <laughs> Every smoking whatever he smokes is not working for
1: him. Right. <laughs>
0: no, he's not working for him, man. But yeah. but um,
1: yeah, you know. Just to say in closing, um, yeah, you know, it, it it was a mismatch, but what I want to see happen next year is I want to call it the run it back Super Bowl. I want – I I really want – I want both these teams back full strength and let's see what really is going to happen. So I want to – so what I'm hoping for, even though I'm a Bears fan, I would love to see my team in the Super Bowl, but I think I want to see the run it back Super Bowl. Let's just run this ah, game back.
0: I don't, know if, <laughs> I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot to ask uh, listen, I'll tell you this, man. I'll tell you this.
1: Uh,
0: when I picked Kansas City, it was on the strength of Patrick Mahomes. Like, that was the main reason why I picked the mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs. The uh, the fact that the two tackles were out, I think, was a huge deal. Right. Uh, you saw, basically, the whole game. Patrick Mahomes is, is you know, pretty much doing the electric slide backwards. He's moonwalking, throwing, throwing while he's – he's throwing fadeaways. Uh, he's yeah. throwing off his hip. <laughs> like, he's pretty much like trying whatever he can to help his team. And honestly, like, um, his
1: guys dropped passes though, he had a couple of drops.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, he had a couple of drop passes, but you know, you'll need that. It's not like you're going to play a team like Kansas City and your defense is going to be so great that they had no opportunities. Kansas City had opportunities, they did drop a couple of passes in the end zone, but all, all in all, you couldn't ask for a better performance from the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers defense. Right. I would just say that um, as far as production, I think it's eye-opening to me the way the Bucs were playing, you know, saying, listen, Tyreek's not going to beat us. We're going to let Travis Kelsey get his work underneath. I'm surprised, man, that nobody else. I mean, Sammy Watkins, man, you were a former first-round pick. You should be able to mm-hmm. make, make some plays because he's one-on-one the whole game. They've doubled right. him in time Hill. And I don't know, man, you know, you last week, went at Brandon Cooks saying that he washed up, uh Sammy Watkins looked like he's <laughs> he's headed to the laundromat. Yeah,
1: man. Like I don't I'm gonna lie, I was, I was disappointed. I was, him. I was a little
0: disappointed. Sammy mm-hmm. Watkins, because remember that's drafted the same year as uh Odell. Uh I was just a little disappointed that he didn't take more advantage of those uh matchups that he, you know, was getting one on one. And you know, like I said, credit to the Bucks. However, uh, you know, I think Kansas City kind of missed some opportunities there, and I'm you know, just was kind of trying to see what Sammy Watkins would have done because for some reason Eric Bianami didn't want to commit to running the ball, which they were pretty much giving him the whole game. Right. Eric Bianami, like you know, we talked about briefly in a couple weeks, you know, a couple weeks back about you know the hiring of black coaches and how he wasn't getting the opportunity. Listen, that tape. Yeah, you may need you may need an, a, another year of like seasoning because the run game was open. Okay, And I understand you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Kelsey and Hill. You want to feed these guys, but the ultimate goal is you want to win the game. Okay, right. you want to win the game, and I think that was a missed opportunity. They could have they could have ran the ball a little bit more. Um, I think you know as far as agreed, uh, definitely, 10, 10, it was definitely agree.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just think they ran the ball. Um they should have ran the ball to force the defense to do Yeah, They needed those safeties to play up two steps. And those safeties yeah. just sitting in the That's pocket was right like, it. it was like, we ain't letting nothing, we ain't, we're not letting anything get past us. Exactly. And so,
0: exactly. yeah, agreed. Yeah. So, uh, so we talked about the Super Bowl. Now I think um, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the effects or the aftershocks of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Okay, and one of them is uh, Patrick Mahomes' legacy. All right, so Patrick Mahomes. Okay, uh, there was a uh, comment made by Stephen A. Smith. You know, every everybody knows who Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, big uh, sports personality who stated that Patrick Mahomes can now never be the GOAT because he lost to Tom Brady. Okay. I don't understand. I wholeheartedly disagree. I think this man. If you look at Patrick Mahomes, I I want, and I I, I kind of want to go first on this one.
1: Sure, have uh, one.
0: when it goes to Patrick Mahomes, I think about Patrick Mahomes. Okay, and I think about uh, one thing that I think about when I play Patrick. When I think about Patrick Mahomes, I think about Madden. Okay, Madden football. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, if you if you're in franchise mode. You're going to the Super Bowl every year, okay? Because that's your (laughs) squad. You built the squad, you know, however you you build your squad, if you want to, you know, increase the difficulty to make it seem like more of an accomplishment, you go to the Super Bowl every single year. I mean, but – and I want you to think about – and the reason why I say Patrick Mahomes made me think about Madden. He's been a starter for three years. AFC Championship should have been to the Super Bowl. Remember, if D Ford is not on sides – That's an interception, game over. KC's playing the Rams in the Super Bowl, okay? Next two years, he makes the Super Bowl, all right? That tells me you put this guy on the field. Kansas City was, was a decent team with Alex Smith. They were decent. They were, you know, one round in the playoffs and out. Now, all of a sudden, with Pesh Mahomes, this man, three years in, The worst he's done is an overtime loss in the conference championship. Right. Okay, averaging 38 touchdown passes a season, had 50 touchdowns in the MVP already in his first three years. Like, there are no no comps when it comes to that kind of production in your first three years. Tom Brady wasn't that electric in his first three years. Okay? I know Dan Marino uh, made a Super Bowl early in his career, but he he never went back. Mahomes has been to two Super Bowls in three years of being a starter. I, I know he's been a professional for four years. Three years of being a starter, this man has already played in two Super Bowls, all right, mm-hmm. which is the same amount of Super Bowls that my, my boy Eli Manning has played in. Granted, Eli won both of his. Right. But Mahomes, in, I think in the next five seasons, I think he goes to at least two more Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. At least two more Super Bowls. So let's just, you know, kind of, you know, forecast. We can can only forecast as as fans and and anybody. So five years from now, he's played eight years in in the league. He gets two more Super Bowl appearances, and and I think that he can win them. He potentially have three championships in his first eight seasons. Now, my question is Tom Brady has seven, okay, and -hmm. he can potentially end his career with eight. I believe if Patrick Mahomes, with the numbers he's putting up, he would have to get to probably – if Tom Brady has seven, and just keep it at Tom Brady having seven. Right. All right? I think Patrick Mahomes would have to at least get five. Okay? Because statistically, he's probably going to pass Brady. Athletically, he's better than Brady. Like, he can make throws that Brady can't. Even when Brady was in, in his prime, Brady couldn't make those throws. But Brady's a winner, and that counts for a lot when you talk about mm-hmm. a, a quarterback. Okay, So I think that Patrick Mahomes, with his ability, I mean, you saw it in the Super Bowl. He had some of the best-looking incompletions I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Okay, I'm talking about he's, side, he's falling down, throwing balls on target. He's running out of bounds. Throwing, I mean, listen, the guy has all the talent in the world. I don't think anybody who has supported him or thought that he was – a, uh, you know, assuring to be the best of all time, he's still in in he's still in the running. Listen, right. Tom Brady's a different cat. Tom Brady is the GOAT, Okay, I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know what else to say about Tom Brady. The, the guy just wins in, everywhere he goes. He is the you know the ultimate warrior, so to speak. Right. Patrick Mahomes, on the other hand, is that guy that has all the tools
1: mm-hmm. to be.
0: And as long as KC keeps a, a decent team around him, I think that they could probably use it another another receiver. Um, the they definitely need one. Yeah, they'll need one because I don't think the other guys that they have can make teams pay when they double team Kelsey and uh, and Hill. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, man. I'm telling you, Patrick Mahomes. We, we talked about this conversation five years from now. The narrative is going to change because this guy is legit. A Contender to be the best of all time. Three years, a conference championship loss in overtime in a the game they should have won, and two Super Bowls. But, and two Super and Rob, Bowls, well, With hey, one win in the MVP.
1: Remember, Rob, in that game they were down. Yep, and it came roaring back. Yep, but they came back. So, so to address Mahomes' legacy, I want to first briefly talk about Tom's legacy. And okay. I do consider Tom Brady the GOAT strictly because he has – and for me, I count the rings. I count the championships. But the thing is, like, if someone were to say in terms of sports, the GOAT, the all-time GOAT, for me, even though I was not a Bulls fan, I would say Jordan. And the reason why is because not only did he win, he was very dominant. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay. Tom Brady – as great of a quarterback he is, when it comes to the Super Bowl, he's been a very good game manager. Mm, game
0: okay. and,
1: and 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 here's the thing: in the Super Bowl, they lost to Philly. I think that was Tom Brady's best Super Bowl performance.
0: Yeah, he was, he threw he was on.
1: 505 yards in a yeah. Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. But when you look at, for example, the you know, the Super Bowl he just played. He threw for a little over 200 yards. Yep. And when you look at um, the other Super Bowls he's, he played in, like, you know, he's won MVP, what, five times, I think? Five five out of the seven? He, I remember, Deion Brands Mane won one. one. And I could have yeah, sworn someone else out. won one.
0: Yeah, but yeah. you remember when he first started with New England, those first three Super Bowls with yeah. the Rams – when they beat the Panthers and they beat the Eagles, those were those were, were game manager Super Bowls,
1: right? And the defense. Yeah. And, and let's not forget, Bill Belichick has given him an amazing defense. Yeah. And so, so for a lot of the wins, like when it comes to the Super Bowl, and like you look at his numbers, and you're like, like you look at Joe Montana, he was 11 touchdowns, no picks in his in, in his Super Bowl in his super bowl victories and they were dominant performances right
0: yeah mm-hmm. and you
1: look at brady's um and you know he'll throw for 250 you know and you know he'll have like two touchdown passes a couple of rushing touchdowns mm-hmm. he's a great game manager and, and 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 you know looking at him he has the the one thing that he has is the will to win by any means necessary yep he'll win a game by any means necessary now, when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, um, here's the thing that Patrick Mahomes is running up against. When it, um, which is in my opinion, different than what Brady ran against. In, uh, Bra- in Brady's career, he had to worry, he had to worry about the Drew Breeses, you know, some a little bit of Brett Favre, um, then Aaron Rodgers. Like, when you look at the caliber of quarterbacks we have now that Mahomes has to go against, Mahomes, think about it. For the next 10 to 15 years, Mahomes has to deal with quarterbacks like Deshaun Watson, who I think is going to get a championship or or at least two championships before his career is over. Okay. Um, He has to deal with, listen, Kyler Murray's coming, all right? I, I, I think when that offense gets settled, when they have a steady running game, and some receivers uh, Kyle Murray to me well they do have DeAndre Hopkins right but the thing is i think they need a a, a like Kirk is a great slot guy i think they need a uh a, a complement receiver you know there's rumors that uh you know i've heard some rumors that you know Julio could be moving on so yeah. you know well. we'll see how the offseason it, it, probably it, probably in a later episode we'll talk about the offseason and what things could could happen there but and then you know Josh Allen another talent and listen uh we got Trevor Lawrence coming in who uh, people arguably people say that you know he's going to have a great nfl career you got yep. Justin Herbert to be to be perfectly honest i think mahomes has more competition in terms of top tier level cor- like Top two, because the game right now is so catered toward the quarterback. He has a lot of guys who are going to throw for 4,000 yards mm-hmm. and have dynamic offenses to try to catch Tom Brady. Not, not taking anything against what Tom Brady had to go with, but when when you look at the caliber of talent in terms of the level of quarterbacks that Tom Brady had to go through, and yep. how the game has dramatically changed where you can't really do that much. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is going to have um, a tougher time. So, so here's the thing. I wanted to project the next 10 years, right? He's played, what, three years now? Three, three year, years, years. years as, as a starter. Three, three as a starter, four years in the league, right? Yep. So let's just project 10 years, okay? Let's say, so right now he's one and one, right? Let's just mm-hmm. take the next 10 years and let's say, he gets four and he wins the four. Okay. And the other six, you know, he may have played in, let's say he goes to five Super Bowls. Yep. He goes four and one, right? Mm-hmm. In the next five Super Bowls he goes to. Um, wherever Deshaun ends up, you know, whatever happens to Deshaun, you know, let's say Josh Allen in that next 10 years gets one for Buffalo. Let's say Mm -hmm. Deshaun gets two. Let's say, um, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence gets one, you know. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, you know, let's just throw that out there, right? And that puts his record at five and two. And he says, after that time, I'm done. Right? And and you know, he leaves. You know, you know, people saying, "Well, what, dude? You you still can play? Like, you know, you still got it in you." Let's just say he says he's done. Okay. His record is five Super Bowls. Uh, Seven. He's gone to eight total Super Bowls. Okay. And he's won. Yeah, and he's won. Well, no, no, no. You said
0: he's already one and on one. You said if he goes four and one in the next five, in the next yeah. ten years, yeah, I'm making
1: five and two. Yeah, yeah. So let's say that his career, you know, he he calls it quits at five and two. All right. Okay. And his Super Bowl wins are like dominant, like four hundred yards passing. Okay. Six touchdowns, like all time record Super Bowls. Okay. Do we say then that he's the goat?
0: How um, are his numbers compared to Tom Brady? Like his his career numbers? Let's just say
1: too. let's just say his career numbers are. Let's just say, Rob, when Tom Brady retires, he's, he's only 5,000 yards away from Tom Brady's uh, career numbers.
0: I mean, you have to consider it because it's almost the same thing like the LeBron-MJ argument. Right. LeBron guy's going to be like, oh, he played for so long. Well, yeah, he did because he's the most uh, like physically gifted Athlete that we've ever seen,
1: right?
0: LeBron's just bigger and stronger than than the vast majority of the people that he played against, and that's not the case for Jordan. Jordan had to, you know, pretty much learn get getting assaulted by the Pistons early on in his uh, career, and he just pretty much uh, had that will that dominated, um, you know, in his era. You know, so my thing is, uh, as far as I'm concerned. When it comes to Mahomes, the fact that we know that he's already, uh, you know, can do things that Brady can't, kind of gives him some. But he's going to have to come pretty close to those numbers in order to be considered the goat. Okay, it's possible. It's possible. I, I would say right. Very so,
1: so Rob, with the analogy that I gave you, do you think he? Do you think he'd be the goat? If he was no. only seven thousand yards behind, mind no. you, no, no. In fourteen years, he in, in, in a fourteen year window, he did what he came close to surpassing someone who played seven, maybe even eight years more than he did.
0: Yeah. So, I what I would say to that is that because in the NFL it's different than it is in the um, in the NBA. Like, uh, I would say because we're in a more pass-happy, you know, uh, era in the in the right. NFL, it's easier for him to get those numbers. If you look at his numbers, he's over 4,300 4, or, you know, 4,500 yards almost every single season. Right. Okay? At that rate, he's going to catch up to Tom Brady, who, you know, was really in a run-dominant defense. I mean, offense. Right. When he first came in the league, like for the first probably, I would say seven, eight years. And even, you know, later on in his career, like with New England, they still ran the ball quite a bit.
1: Right. Okay. And he was averaging like 38, 36,
0: 38. So so the yards is one thing. The touchdowns, the wins, that's a pretty big deal when it comes to saying who is the GOAT in the championships. Because it's different. Like as a quarterback, you cannot affect the game on the defensive end like you can in basketball where you cover both ends. Right. So hmm. it's different because like 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 you said, um Brady's best game in the Super Bowl was a game they lost. Right. You know what I'm saying? So but the stats still count, but you know, the L counts as well.
1: Right.
0: So I think that's that's a big deal when it comes to like the GOAT argument. And you know, the funny thing about it is we talk about Mahomes and we talk about uh, Tom Brady. Weez and Skip, Aaron Rodgers have been kicked out. The kicked out the room, like Aaron Rodgers out on a porch
1: with a blanket. <laughs> so here, you know he's been kicked out because Mahomes just right. ran up in, in, in so the my, house. So you know? Rob, let, you know, not to take away from the conversation about Mahomes' legacy. Here's my issue with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, as gifted as he is, here's the thing. I just to me, there's something missing, and I don't know well, what it is.
0: Well, I will this... to kind of tell you. Like, I remember, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, fondly, the 2011 Giants run, uh huh, okay, with, with the second time we beat the Patriots, we ran up in the Lambeau Field, right? Aaron Rodgers. Remember that season? Okay, I don't know if you remember this. That season, the Patriots were fifth. Team and one one right. 15 of one squad. Mm-hmm. The Giants. Okay, we we had to play the last game of the season to win uh the NFC East.
1: Right. Okay, to get in uh, uh-huh. to get in, not the right.
0: second squad, ran up and busted and busted Green Bay in the mouth.
1: Right. Come on, and, man. And Rob, when you go back to that game, because think about it, that game is. Uh, almost yes. Ten years ago, ten years ago, right? Yeah, about ten years ago. And remember, and Rogers. He was he was the man lighting up. Um, I think was he second in MVP voting up in that year, or was he He was. Yeah, he was. I, I, think, yeah, he I, think, was I think he was league MVP that
0: year. I'd have to check. I don't yeah. know if he was league MVP that year, but we'll check that out. team was that was that was a squad, and he played. Mm-hmm. He did not play well
1: at all. Right, and okay. the thing is, Rob. What what I've noticed in the biggest games of Aaron Rodgers' career, he flinches. He flinches yes, a lot. And
0: he did it again this season.
1: Yeah, he flinches a lot. And here's and you know, real small, I believe when the Packers were running down, and I think they were within the 10-yard line, and he tried to throw that pass when yeah. in my eyes he had room to run. During the regular season, he would have taken off. And got it in the end zone. I think he yeah. flinched. He he flinched and said, "Oh, I gotta throw this ball." And he threw it, and it, it ended up incomplete. Yeah, but yeah. In, in big in big AFC championship games, let's be clear. His record is one and four. Exactly. Exactly. That shows you. In in the NFC championship games, he's one and four. But you know, not to take away from the greatness of Mahomes um, as well. I, here's the thing, for and. This is the last thing I'm going to say on this, on the Mahomes topic. For Mahomes to, what we feel can be projected as the GOAT, there's going to be a lot of things that have to happen um, for me, for him in the next 10 years. In other words, keeping the level of talent. But here's the thing. We all know there's going to be a... There's going to be a point where Tyreek, Kelsey might want bigger paydays and the team can't afford that. And so it's going to be very important on how they draft,
0: uh-huh. how they
1: recycle through the defense to yeah. get the defense competitive. Because don't matter if Mahomes throws 500 yards, if your defense allows 400 and, um, you, you know, all a team got to do is play keep away to keep them, you know, play the keep away the keep away possession game. Exactly. Um, that'll be dangerous. And so to me, as gifted as he is, they're, they're going to have to have a consistent running game that keeps defensive, that keeps defenses honest so that he can do what he, so he can do the magic that we know he's capable of doing. Yeah. And yeah. there's going to have to be, you know, keeping guys and drafting well, um, in the next couple of seasons because you know believe it or not Rob we just talked about the two offensive tackles they lost you know leading up to the Super Bowl. You look at the season, they've actually lost four offensive linemen. Yeah. In total.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: shoring up who those backups are, drafting well, drafting guys who if if your A guy gets hurt, you know the B guy can can hold up because um, in order for him, you know, Stephen. His thing and people like in 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 the shoes of Stephen A. The Skip Baylesses. A lot of times when these reporters or these comments, when they speak, a lot of what they say holds weight and can mm-hmm. affect um, and can affect the careers of these players down the road. Like him saying, you didn't beat the GOAT. If he goes next year, let's just say this. Let's say the Super Bowl goes next year and it's, let's just, let's just do this. It's Aaron Rodgers against um, Mahomes. And then Mahomes beats Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm -hmm. And then Tom Brady says, I retire, right? And people are going to say, well, he played against the GOAT. He didn't beat the GOAT. So he can't be to go.
0: Nah, I mean I don't subscribe to that argument because it's like,
1: well, look at the like, argument they give. You know, LeBron against Jordan. LeBron has gone to what ten championships? Yeah, ten. Mm-hmm. He might go when it's all said and done to twelve. Possible, yeah, possibly. Yep. And people will say, "Well, oh, no, you're not. You're not better than Michael." Let's just say he wins his next two. Let's just say he goes and wins two more. That'll give him that's six.
0: A, yeah. That's it's a different argument because there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, that that debate. Like LeBron is, you know, one of the you know Mount Rushmore uh athletes, I think, in all sports. Um, not 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 just basketball. So I think but that is a very interesting um yeah. topic. We'll save because- that topic. We, yeah. We're
1: going to have an episode where we talk about oh,
0: the of course. in the NBA. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But now that you brought LeBron up, we do want to talk about the NBA. Oh yeah. So, we want to talk about the NBA, all right? And in in typical little brother fashion or younger brother fashion, I'm going to pass off to the big brother first. Okay. All right. We we'll pass off to the big brother first, and I'm going to ask you a question. Okay? What you going to ask me, bro? So I'm going to ask you, what are the three things that you're going to have your eye on um, as the season, this NBA season progresses? What are three things that you have your eye on and kind of are kind of monitoring as the season uh, moves on?
1: All right. So hmm, I've thought a lot about this, you know, because now football is over. So now focus shifts to the NBA. All eyes will be on the NBA. So the three things that I'm like keeping an eye on, I'm definitely keeping an eye on what's happening out West. Um, I don't believe that Utah will end up with the one seed in the West. I believe it's going to be between either the Lakers or the Clippers. My money is, is, is going to tell me that, you know, because to me, the Lakers still have a couple of issues. I, I, I believe the Clippers will, will end up with the one seed. Okay. I don't think that I don't think that they'll be coming out the West. I just believe that they will end up with the one seed. All okay. right. Lakers will be the two seed. And in the East, I believe um. The Sixers will end up with the top seed. The okay. Nets will be a very close second, but I but I still believe the Nets will come out of the east so let's hope so yeah so um strictly because there's just you know to me there's too much to overcome with that level of firepower that's on that side all right Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: so so that's two the my third is kind of split into two one is the suns um i see the suns being a very dangerous squad i see us. i see the suns because of because of the addition of Chris Paul they have very good young talent i really believe that you know chris paul may help devin booker sign a long term deal with phoenix because i really believe that if that ends up happening that he signs a a mega deal and stays in phoenix it's because of chris paul because because i believe that they don't if they don't get chris paul and Devin Booker plays out; he might be looking to he might he might be looking to go somewhere else. All right, mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. think that that play of getting Chris Paul, the team is playing very well. They they have drafted well. the Monty Williams, is, in my opinion, is a great coach. Um, they are they drafted well. The their their players are improving. Chris Paul makes guys better. I mm-hmm. do feel that they would that they will have to get. Like their two backup point guards are great at being backups. I, I do believe that they will have to look for signing a you know the future point guard of that team mm-hmm. s- somewhere down the road. Like I think Chris Paul may have maybe another year after this. And, okay. And, and and I think at that point he may have to hang it up. So they need to be looking at drafting their next future starting point guard. The two guys they have, um, I think, would be great off the bench. But to me, the play is who ends up – you you know, I feel the Clippers will end up in the top seed in the West and the Sixers because of all the parts. Now, granted, March 25th is the trade deadline. You know, all this – like, everything we're saying right now may change based on, you know – perspective you know trades that may happen you know Mm because some players may be like some teams may be like you know what our window of opportunity is now and we got to make a play now yeah and um one thing that you know um a a quick storyline i i know you gave me three and i told you basically my three um but i have one more bonus one Uh there's not a lot of conversation about Zion Williamson and he is putting up amazing stats. And I know his team is not winning, but you know, there've been, you know, there've been players who have put up amazing numbers where the media is like, this is must see TV. And it (laughs) seemed like the hoopla of Zion Williamson has disappeared. Like there's no more hoopla. There's no more like we, Oh, we, we can't wait to see a Zion game, but he is putting up some remarkable numbers in his second year. And yes. Not passing it on to you, bro. Yeah, you
0: Zion, they they don't win enough for me. So he's doing he's doing well, but they don't win enough. My three okay. Are gonna be one who's coming out in the West. I like Utah, and I think Utah can come out. You like okay. Utah number one? Yes. And the reason why I'm saying that is because they shoot the three well. They play, they play defense. Right. And I think that as the season goes on, they're going to start to kind of cut back on LeBron's minutes. They're going to cut back on uh, not that, you know, LeBron's actually playing like a career low minutes in 34 minutes a game, but I think they're going to, the Lakers are going to take the, you know, foot off the gas as a season Hits that midpoint, and as that season starts to come to the close, because they always do that, they're going to be prepping for uh, the playoffs. So that'll give Utah, I think, the, the room it needs to win that one seed. I think the Clippers could potentially be the two, okay? Mm-hmm. I think Clippers could be – and then you'll have the Lakers in at three. But the West is very fascinating to me because of the fact that uh, you have, I think, the three teams up top, Utah, L.A., the Clippers and, and the Lakers. But, you know, if Utah is a one and they lose a series to Denver, I'm not surprised. You know, I'm not surprised mm-hmm. if they lose to Denver. Like, after the only thing about the West is, after those first four, in my opinion, there's a drop. Like, those other teams will play around with each other. But the legitimate contenders for a championship, I feel, are still the two L.A. teams. Utah will win the one seed, but I don't look at them as like, right. oh, man.
1: Okay.
0: Utah, you know, I mean, I think they'll get the one, and it'll help them get out of the first round, and I think it'll help them, uh, you know, probably do a little bit better than they did last year. Remember, they were out in the first round last year. Right. Um, at, in, in, in seven games, so I think they'll get out the first round this year, but if they run into Denver as a four – then likely it's gonna be difficult, I think, for them to win. right. But
1: like you, you mentioned Denver here. For me, Denver needs a trade. The team constructed they had, yeah. right now, okay, the team constructed that. right now is not playing well. Yeah. And hey, I'm gonna say this: like when Jeremy Grant did not sign with them, which to me, I'm like, he took money to go play at Detroit, who sucks. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh-huh. Who, who's in rebuilding? That was a sign. Something there's something in the it, it, because to me, his like watching him play in Detroit, and I've watched a couple pieces of Detroit games to see him play. He's playing very well. He's shooting the three um, very well. Mm-hmm. He's getting opportunities, and my thing was he was getting opportunities on Denver. He he guards the best guy, and he was oh, well, like he's
0: getting a lot more. He's getting a lot more with, with uh, Detroit though.
1: Right. But the thing is, like, to me, if I'm a player and I have an opportunity to contend for a championship early on in my career, let's try to get that out of the way. No, you get you get in the bag first. I want to get the bag. Right. But here's the thing. The bag is there. No, it's not. If I'm if I'm uh, your money is guaranteed. The
0: bag is there. Yeah, but not the bag that he got in Detroit. He wasn't getting that money from Denver. Right.
1: But the thing is,
0: he could have negotiated a, you know, no. So a year deal. A young player is he's going after the uh, unless you are the superstar player. For a guy like that, who is like your, you know, I, w- I would say I would say he's a above average player because he's a really good defender, right? Or he should be a, a really good defender because of the way he's built, his he long arms can move side right. to side. Yeah, very good score. lateral
1: movement.
0: Yeah, guys like that, you got to get the bag. He's not a superstar. Okay, right. he's not a, he's not an all star. He's a he, he's a solid he's a solid player. Okay, I would say I would you know, rank him in the like above average tier of players in the NBA. I think that if you have him on your team, your team is better. But oh man, we got Jeremy Grant. We about to win the shit. No, that's no, he, no, he's not, he's not, he's yeah, not he's that, that guy. guy. Okay, so that's one point. Is the, is the West? My second point is about my squad, the Brooklyn Nets. Okay,
1: okay,
0: and I'm watching them. I'm watching Brooklyn. I like. Uh, I gotta say, I I talked about Kyrie Irving in our first episode, and I said that you know he is just, you know, he makes me he makes me shake my head. But I gotta give Kyrie credit. That man's come out since he came from his little sabbatical. Mm-hmm. That man's come out and he's played. He's actually given the best effort on defense. Uh, you know, I've seen it in a while from him. I like what I'm seeing from Kyrie. I'm, I'm that I, I see him. Uh, you know, pushing to make this big three work. And like you said, there's a lot of firepower. My concern, though, is the fact that they need somebody that can get in there and rebound. Because DeAndre Jordan can only give you 15 to 20 minutes a night of, like, really good defense. It's all he's got left. You
1: know? Right.
0: And you can only play Jeff Green at, the, at center, you know, so many times. So I think if Brooklyn can get themselves – a center, okay, a legitimate center that can get some yep. rebounds. And I'm hearing JaVel
1: McGee. I'm hearing I Drummond.
0: Thought, yeah, I'm hearing Drummond, JaVel McGee. That's the rumors as fans, you get excited when you hear that, but it hasn't, you know, happened yet. If we get Andre Drummond, unless there's a big injury, man, there's no excuses.
1: So Andre Drummond, so, 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 so Rob on that topic right there. Let's let's stick with that point on that storyline. Hypothetically speaking, let's just say, because to me, Cleveland. Seems invested in um Jared Allen, Jared Allen, right? And they should be right because he's young, um, mm-hmm. they can build like around him. him. They got Sexton, they're looking at yeah. right, we got Sexton, in, we got Sexton, and we got that other guy, another Garland, his name? yeah, Garland. We got yep. Sexton and Garland, and we got um Allen. So Allen's our anchor. We got those two speedy two guys that play the same position, which I don't understand why. I I think ultimately what they should do, and this is just me, keep Garland, move sexton. Move sexton, move sexton for for move sexton and um for some picks Se- and uh sexton,
0: Sexton's a the better player though.
1: Right. But the thing is, Rob, looking at the makeup of the team, I sexton is taking away from what I believe Garland can be. I think Garland can be a a top tier point guard in this league. Um, but playing along Sexton, Sexton, both guys need the ball too much. And the thing is, I think if it was me, if, if, if Cleveland said, John, we want to hire you as interim GM for the next year, I am looking to his thing. Sexton's value right now is going to be high. Okay. If you want to move him, move him now. Okay. We got Garland. We got Allen. We need a – I think you can draft a shooting guard. We need a three. We need to so get you gotta, a –
0: And you're going to have to eventually get rid of Kevin Love.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Love, to be honest, what they should do with Kevin Love is ask Kevin Love, hey, look, we want to buy you out. But here's the thing. You're not going to find somebody unless someone has the cap space to take on his contract. I don't think you're going to find someone who's going to want to – Really, the only teams that can trade for him are teams that have salary space, but they're probably not even contending, so they're not going to make a move for Kevin Love. So no, yeah. buy him out, you know, let him let him walk. Um, trade Sexton in exchange for you know a a small forward that has that is like like these guys out there that you look at you know that have promise. And some picks get like a you know get a first round you know if you can try to see if you can get a first round pick and uh a, and, a, and a small forward that 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 when he plays plays well and can and because like there are a lot of guys in the league right now like like Culver on Minnesota right he Dude. can it a two or a three but his minutes are being cut because you know you got the new guy right. Yeah. So, you know, make a good play. But I, but I would move Sexton to Washington. But back to the Nets real quick that I want to say, hypothetically speaking, let's just say they get drumming. So DeAndre Jordan is coming off the bench. That's
0: Yes, I would agree with that. That's given. I would, I would if agree. they get
1: drumming, I don't see a team, West or East, that can beat them. Yeah, because that would solve the Nets' biggest
0: issue, which is their inability to effectively stop teams Right from getting to the basket and scoring at will, Correct. that's the main reason why they're not getting right, the better,
1: right? You put him on that team. I'm sorry, end of season right now. I don't see a Lakers team that can beat them, uh, with just two stars. And granted, you know, um, because to me, the Lakers, if I'm the Lakers, and let, let, let's just say this let's just say Cleveland next week. Says says to Drummond, "We're gonna pay you twenty. What I think he's owed something like twenty three or twenty four million this year. We're gonna pay you twenty two million. Yeah, we're gonna pay you twenty two million dollars. Thank you for your services. We're going to release you. All right. If I'm the Lakers, I'm making the call. I am making the call. Yeah, you have to. Like the minute. Listen, the minute he is released, to me, any contender." Any contender, if Drummond is released from the Cleveland, because here's the thing: Cleveland is sitting here, was like, okay, if we release him, there's going to be tons of teams going, you know, blowing up his phone, or let's mm-hmm. try to, or we can see if we can try to force someone to trade for him, right? Well, yeah, they'll try. The that. Lakers, yeah, the Lakers can't afford that.
0: No, no, <laughs> because they Even got a no room. The next, the next or the Lakers can afford to right. trade for him. He'd have to come like in an in a, in actual buyout. That's right. the main thing that, you know, when we're saying Brooklyn would be improving because they wouldn't have to give up anything of value Correct. to get in. And so,
1: and so that's the thing is a lot of teams are, are banking on the McGee's. Um, like, honestly, here's the thing. The Lakers, in my opinion, have a problem at center. Um, Gasol is a glacier. He is slow. And guys like in the West, Jokic, and Gobert will get around them easily, um, and so I feel that the Lakers, as good as they are, they're going to have. Their goal is going to try to be stop the Nets from getting a big man, because the Nets of get a if the Nets get a formidable big man, yeah, That can give it. them fifteen to twenty minutes of strong defensive play. That's all you need. That's, that's it. Need. It's, it's a great. wrap. It's yeah. a wrap. Yeah.
0: So. Mm-hmm. I think that is definitely where I'm looking at with Brooklyn. Can they get that guy? Right. And, once they, and can they play – they don't have to play great defense. They can play solid defense. And I think that they can be a team that can win a championship because they have so many weapons. And not just those three. You got Joe Harris who, who, who can play. Mm-hmm. Jeff Green is, I think, a little underrated because that's a five that can stretch out and knock down the three. Uh, Listen, the Nets have – a lot of weapons. They are a very potent offensive team. They just need to be a solid defensive team.
1: Exactly.
0: My my third point, last point is right. the MVP race. Mm. Uh, I think LeBron is one of the top contenders for the MVP, and he's been politic for it for the longest time. You know, almost darn near crying
1: for you the got MVP last year. Year, In my opinion, you got I disagree.
0: Um, uh, uh, I don't agree <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Listen, you can be wrong every day. Greek freak, freak, the season that Greek freak had, because I think a lot of people kind of think about the bubble and what happened, but the actual MVP was voted on really before the bubble started. You couldn't count the bubble. Uh, Greek freak was the number one, uh, MVP candidate. Uh, LeBron has a couple of years. I can say that he has a gripe. Um, but you know, LeBron's probably going to end up winning it. Uh, just like Kobe won it in 08, even though LeBron was probably the best player in the league back in 08. Kobe won it because Kobe had said, oh, you know, how you going? You know, I'm out here. I, I ain't never won MVP. He got his MVP. So, you know, um, we'll, we'll give him that. But I think LeBron can't, you know, is a good contender to win it. I think my man Kevin Durant is a good contender to win it. He just has to play more games. All these um, COVID missed games hurt his case. But listen, I've heard Joel Embiid, and you know the Sixers are are doing well. I don't (laughs) think Freak has any chance for winning this year. He's already won two in a row. He's not winning three. Somebody gonna have to give some love to my to my man Steph Curry. Put some (laughs) respect in my man's name, Steph Curry. That man, he just reminded everybody. Okay, he's reminding everybody just how exciting. A player he is. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not a Golden State fan, but if they playing at night, even though it's, we're three hours behind and it's like 11 um, p.m., I'm watching Steph Curry play. All right. like, listen, man, Steph Curry Steph Curry is just He's amazing. As dominating as LeBron is physically, I think Steph Curry's attention to detail is just... Mm-hmm. I mean, listen... He's, he has so many angles that he that he can run around, so many screens that he can get around. And he'll just find a way. You know what he wants to do is run behind that three-point line and hit threes, and you can't stop it.
1: Right.
0: Like, he'll do it off the dribble. He'll do a catch and shoot. It just shows the amount of work the man put in to make himself a superstar in this league. I got a lot of respect for his game because he's not the quickest. He's not the fastest. He's not the strongest. He does it with work. Okay, you can so, respect so that.
1: Rob. You can respect that. I want to um... – continue with your point right now. If Golden State makes it as a 6 seed, do you think he wins the MVP? It's possible,
0: but they would have to at least um at least be a 6 seed. That's the lowest I think that they can be for him to um for him to be considered like an MVP. Like the re- his record that counts and that should count right. for something. So if LeBron gets a 1 seed, then I can see LeBron
1: taking it. All right. So here's his stat line. Steph's stat line this season: thirty points a game, mm-hmm. five and a half rebounds. Uh, you get five point nine assists. You can say six assists. So thirty five and thirty five and six on forty nine percent shooting f- from the field, forty four percent from the three point line, ninety three percent from the free throw line. Yep.
0: So listen,
1: thirty points a game.
0: Yeah, that's you are now in full step, full step mode. Okay, full step. So, that's those sort of are the three things I'm I'm looking at, and uh, I think this NBA season is going to be really, really exciting. I can't wait for the second half kind of schedule to come out, kind of see where these teams are going to be playing, what games Mm -hmm. are going to be key games, and how things match up. So. I think that is definitely going to be what we're going to be talking about as the season goes on. We'll sprinkle in some some NFL, but for the most part, you know, the NBA is taking center stage right now.
1: That's right. NBA all day. That's right. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right. So, uh, we appreciate you guys taking a listen. Uh, so tell us what you think. You know, do you guys agree that, you know, Steph Curry should be, you know, considered for uh, the MVP is Patrick Mahomes. The Mahoney is Patrick Mahomes st- still in contention to be the GOAT. Is John drunk off his mind to think that the Cleveland Cavaliers trade Colin Sexton. <laughs> guys, guys, we love you. We love it when you guys uh, interact with us. We appreciate you know, the interaction. And we definitely want you guys to reach out to us. Uh, at gmail.com. Again, Blood Brothers Ballin at gmail.com. Instagram and Twitter coming soon. Guys, we appreciate you. Thank you for being a brother. Peace.
1: We love you. All right, folks. Share with the brothers. All right. All right, man. Wait, hold.